listening to Legal Talk Network. Hello and welcome to Special Reports on Legal Talk Network. My name is Lawrence Coletti and I'm the host for today's show, which is being recorded at ABA Tech Show in Chicago, Illinois at the historic Hilton Hotel on Michigan Avenue. Joining me today is Ms. Carol Levitt. Welcome. Thank you. It's great to be here, Lawrence. Well, please, uh, for the benefit of our listeners, tell us about yourself, where you're from, where you work, and what you do. Okay, uh, I'm Carol Levitt, and I'm president of Internet for Lawyers. And in 1999, I got a great idea to teach lawyers how to use the Internet. Fantastic. And I decided that I could give them continuing legal education credit, and I could quit my job and just teach full-time around the country. And work for yourself. And work for myself. Actually, I thought I would teach all over California because there's 200,000 lawyers there, and that's where I lived. And it turns out I hardly ever taught in California. I just sort of became more national. So I travel around the U.S., and I co-speak with my husband, Mark Rush, and we also author books together. Internet for Lawyers teaches lawyers how to use the Internet and how to search better, but it also teaches them how to find background and investigative information about people, whether it's the opposing parties, whether it's their own clients, whether it's a company, a topic they need to learn about, and we teach them how to use mostly free information and low cost. And so that's really where we're uh, coming from. So I am from Chicago, Illinois, originally. This is my hometown where I'm sitting. And I moved uh, to Los Angeles in 1985. So welcome home. Thank you. It was 60 below zero the day I decided to move, <laughs> literally. And I uh, lived in LA for 22 years. And I was a law librarian and a at uh, Pepperdine Law School, and I was a legal research and writing professor at Pepperdine, and I took the California bar, and I practiced for a while, and then I went back to being a law librarian, but I didn't go, to, I didn't go back to Pepperdine, I went to law firms. So I researched for a lot of lawyers at big firms in Los Angeles, until 1999 when I got the great idea to just start my own company, and I've never looked back, it's great. Great, great. So now you're here in two capacities. You're here to participate in the how-to track at ABA Tech Show and also the Meet the Authors track. And since we've already kind of started down that path anyway, let's talk about the Meet the Authors track. Okay, Meet the Author is tomorrow at 9 o'clock in the morning. And it is a free session, so you don't even have to register for uh, the pay part of Tech Show, which is great. You just have to register to get an exhibit hall pass. It's from 9 to 10. And I'll be co-speaking with the person who helped me author the book. Her name is Judy Davis. Judy is a law librarian at USC in Los Angeles. She was a lawyer, and then she became a law librarian. I was a law librarian who became a lawyer, so we're kind of opposite, but we really meld together well. And we decided a few years ago to teach lawyers how to do legal research for free, because I had been teaching them how to do investigative and background research for free. I never had really written a book on how to do legal research for free. And we looked at the ABA Legal Technology Resource Center survey. This is about maybe 2012, 2013. And it turned out that less than 50% of lawyers were using free resources. They were all still paying uh, for resources. And we don't say cancel all your subscriptions. You know, we're not adamant, we're not militant, but we do say there's a lot free and you should probably learn to use both of them. Okay, so at your, uh, at your meet the author session, so you give the audience the list, or the audience, uh, some of the, or the attendees, you give them a little bit of a sneak preview of the book, you talk about some of the features of your book on kind of instruct them how to do low cost free searches to, to get the information they need for their practice. 
That's correct. And the book is Internet Legal Research on a Budget. So it's not always free. You know, some of it is, is a little bit low-cost um, databases. And we try to give them a little taste of what they have available that they don't even know. Um, and I'll just give you an example. 48 state bar associations and many county bars and different law libraries actually subscribe to either Casemaker or FastCase, and these are legal research databases, and then they offer it to their members for free. Well, that's 48 states out of 50, and, and D.C., and lots of county bars, and most lawyers don't know they have that. They don't know they have free access. Oh, gosh. Even though it's on the homepage of their bar's website, and they've probably, you know, have gotten emails about it. So that's one of the first things that I'll show them. Now, if you're not a member of one of these bars, FastCase actually has an app that you can put on your phone for free. So you don't even have to be a lawyer or a subscriber, and you can search cases and statutes for free on your phone with your little app. So that's the kind of thing that we want to show them. You've already got it. Let's start using it, and we'll show you how to use it. And we'll also show you, you know, any quirks with the system, anything that you might find uh, to be uh, a little bit of a problem. How is it different than the pay resources you're using right now? Uh, how do they compare and contrast? So it's not a sales kind of a thing. I'm not trying to sell them to use, you know, a different database. I just want them to know this is what you have available. This is what it offers. And this is what it's missing. Um, and so that's what we'll, so I'll, I'll really focus on FastCase Casemaker, the FastCase app, and I'll also focus on Google Scholar. And everyone uses Google Scholar, but nobody knows how to use it. Why don't they know how to use it? Because Google has no documentation. So Google Scholar lets you search cases and articles for free if you know how. So we wrote a chapter in our book on how to search Google Scholar. We did a lot of reverse engineering to try to figure out how it really works, because they don't tell you. So that's the kind of thing we'll talk about. And then my co-author, Judy Davis, will talk about some government websites that are new. Um, the U.S. government uh, created some websites back in the mm, probably late 1990s, and they never, ever updated them until about a year or two ago. Oh, so wow. they were really um, just clunky. Let's use that word. So they've just updated two of them. One of them is congress.gov, and one is called the Federal Digital System. And so Judy will uh, go into a lot of detail on what they offer and how to search them. That's great, that's great. So the second part, uh, the how-to track, and it seems to go hand in hand with your Meet the Authors track. And so you're doing a speaking event and it's got this really interesting name. Can you share that with us? I'm gonna share the name with you, but I'm gonna actually look it up because <laughs> it's such a long name. And I didn't make this name up, okay? So ABA Tech Show said that my track was gonna be called Bing, Google, Duck, Yahoo, how to search for anything and find it. And I did this track with a technology uh, consultant, Craig Bayer, B-A-Y-E-R. And Craig's not a lawyer. Um, he actually was going to go to law school and he went to work for a law firm just to see what it was like. And then he decided not to go to law school. And then as he tells it, uh, they looked at him and they said, you're fat and you're young, you must be geeky. So you're in charge of our technology. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, you know, he actually became a technology expert. He, you know, self-taught. So I, my part of the um, how-to track was how to use Google, Bing, Yahoo, and a search engine called DuckDuckGo. 
his part of the session was how to search your own computer. So how do you use the Windows search? How do you use uh, some nice pay software to search better? Um, X1 is one of them. And how to search your phone, how to search your network server. So it was a, a, a big search seminar. And most people think they know how to search Google. And I always take a poll of the audience. And I have prizes. And I ask questions. And hardly anyone wins my prizes. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> because they don't know how to search. Can you give us one of those questions right now? Sure. Um, everyone, I think, knows that when you want to connect your words when you're searching, you just type your words into Google. And when you leave a space, it's automatically connected with the Boolean connector AND. So it's Carol and Levitt and Internet for Lawyers and Chicago. Real, you, know, you don't have to type the AND in. Really easy. Okay, so what if I wanted to say I want Carol Levitt or Carol within five words of Levitt within 10 words of Chicago? Well, Google doesn't use within five words. They don't do that. And that's called the proximity connector. Nobody knows what the proximity connector is. Okay. Why doesn't anyone know? Because Google doesn't document it. <laughs> Why do I know? <laughs> Why do you know? <laughs> yeah. I know because my husband stays up very late at night uh, doing a lot of research. He f he's on Twitter. He follows Google search engineers. And one night, very late at night, a Google search engineer said, I'm so tired of people asking me why we don't have a proximity connector. And we do have one, and we use it internally. And it is the word around in all caps, must be in all caps, parentheses, the number that you want your words to be around each other, close parentheses. So let's say I'm searching for Carol Levitt, and she has a middle initial and a middle name. And I don't know if she uses it. Sometimes she does, sometimes she doesn't. I could search for Carol Levitt as a phrase, right? And I would get Carol Levitt. But I wouldn't get Carol A. Period Levitt or Carol Ann Levitt or Levitt comma Carol because the phrase search just says Carol Levitt in that order, nothing in between. So you might miss a lot of results. So instead, you type Carol space around all caps parentheses, I usually use the number two in case someone has two middle names or two middle initials, close the parentheses, space, Levitt. So that's how you do a proximity search. And nobody, I asked today, you know, and, I, and I was giving away a book that was um, priced at $89.95. And nobody had that answer. So, you know, a lot of people say, oh, well, people just don't raise their hands. And I'm like, no, nah, I think for $89.95, they would have raised their hands if they knew it. So, that's the kinds of things that we like to teach lawyers. We like to teach them sort of the undocument, undocumented search tips, um, how to search more efficiently, and how to really find what they're looking for. Well, it sounds pretty useful. So I, one of the things I always try to connect is how does that save a lawyer time? How does it save a lawyer money? How does it make their practice life better? How does it yield a better service for their client? And I think you've answered that because lawyers, one of their, one of their greatest ads is that they search and they find answers to things that they didn't uh, previously know. Exactly. And I also teach them how to use Google Scholar to search free cases and articles. And it's the same thing. They don't know how to search. They don't know the search connectors. They can use around uh, when they're doing case law search. So it all kind of, it's legal research and it's background research. And it's just really how to search better in general. I mean, even if you're searching for a personal matter, you know, you're some travel thing or 
just something you want to learn about. It just makes a lot of sense to be able to really know how to search. So this is a question I'm asking to some of the other presenters that are coming on and doing interviews with us. Besides your events that you're presenting at and uh, you know, uh, doing some lectures on, what, what one thing or even a couple of things are you most looking forward to at this year's tech show? I always look forward to 60 tips in 60 minutes and okay. 60 sites in 60 minutes because I'm going to learn 120 things really quickly. And they're always fun. Um, they're usually educational. Sometimes they're just funny. So that's, those are the two that I really absolutely will be going to. And I also, I love going to see the keynote speakers. You never know what you're going to learn from them. Well, it looks like we've reached the end of our program today. I want to thank Ms. Carol Levitt for joining us today. And if our listeners wanted to reach out and find you online, how can they do that? Well, they can go to my website, and it's netforlawyers.com, N as in Nancy, E-T-F-O-R, lawyers.com. Great, great. Thank you so much. This has been another edition of Special Reports. Until next time, thank you for listening. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.